Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the market. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the, the, the mothership. Let's go on. Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy. Tuesday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. That's all that really matters. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll talk about the Eagles and Buccaneers game from last night. Philly gets the win. I don't really think they're even close to hitting at all cylinders. That's good news for Philadelphia. They're 3-0, and and we've seen maybe a B effort at their best so far this season. Maybe a B-. minus, But they can throw... They can run the football as we saw last night. DeAndre Swift has been a perfect complement to what they do. Good offensive line, good defensive line, good pass rush, good secondary. I mean, there's not anything not to really like about the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Besides that they're just not clicking in all cylinders, which is actually fine in September. You'd much rather just have them kind of clunk their way through wins and get to like 10-1 and one and then catch fire late in the season where they're heading into the playoffs as a as a wagon. It is a trash Tuesday. Dan in Mechanicsburg <laughs> says, no trash for me today. I'm just happy Pete the Body is back. Hashtag down with Votto. Hashtag oh yeah. Hashtag <laughs> Our next guest is a college football analyst for CBS Sports. Joining us this morning here on the show is Jerry Palm. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Let's start with a great piece that your colleague Dennis Dodd wrote about how the next iteration of the college football playoff will look because this is what you dissect every single week, these rankings and where they sit and where who goes where. When this becomes a newer iteration of the 12-team playoff, maybe it's 6 plus 6, 6 automatic qualifiers, 6 wild cards, maybe not, how does the Pac-12 disintegrating affect what the playoff will look like in a couple of years? Well, yeah, it's obviously going to have a a big impact on what the playoff is going to look like, but it may not be next year. Um, It sounds like, according to Dennis, that the the committee – that runs the college football playoff may just stick with the six automatic qualifiers and six at-larges for 2024. And uh, what he wrote was that they need a unanimous vote to change it, and there's at least one holdout, uh, known holdout anyway, in Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Conference. So um, if uh, if they can't change his mind and, and maybe any others that could still be 
holding out on a change for next year, um, then uh, it looks like we'll have six and six uh, for the first year of the 12 team playoff, whether the Pac-12 exists or not. And even if it does exist, it's not going to exist in the form we're used to seeing it. So, um, and then um, you know, going forward, you know, then there'll be more discussions, obviously, about what would happen going forward because the current playoff structure, the current you know, deal ends with 24. So going forward, they'll have maybe a little more flexibility. But um, but we won't know that right away. They're still dealing with next season. You have projected, most recently, the college football playoff. You've got Georgia the one seed, Michigan the two, Texas the three, Florida State the four. Did Florida State's difficulty in getting past Clemson on Saturday worry you at all about their college football playoff potential? No. Um, that's a tough place to play and still a good team. So, you know, when you if that game was at Florida State, I might be a little more concerned. But, you know, you go to Clemson, you get a win. You go to Clemson, you got a win. And, and that's, uh, that's a great win. It'll stand up over the course of this season, even if Clemson ends up something like 9-3 and three or 8-4, and because they don't really look quite like themselves. Uh, but Clemson's still a very good team, and uh, you will take that win through Florida State. You've got Michigan, as I mentioned, at number two. Do you think that Michigan is a better program overall than Ohio State, or just you project they will beat Ohio State and thus win the Big Ten? Yeah, I think they're pretty even, really. And I would throw Penn State into that mix as well. Um, those three schools are pretty even. We could see three 11-1 teams in the Big Ten, and then, you know, the tiebreaker becomes a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, but you know, Michigan gets Ohio State at home, and, and really that's the difference is that I think Michigan can beat them at home, um, and that's, that's why I'm giving Michigan the edge. But uh, Penn State stands out as a team that could really, you know, muddle the, the Big Ten, uh, not just conference championship picture, but playoff picture. Jerry Palm projects the college football playoff and the New Year's Six Bowls and the bowl projections every single week for CBSSports.com. When it comes to Ohio State's win over Notre Dame, do you look at this and say, man, I mean, Notre Dame couldn't even get 11 men on the field, so it comes with a bit of an asterisk? Or do you look at that as a really quality victory because they went to Notre Dame and did find a way to win? Yeah, that's the latter. Um, although it's amusing that Notre Dame couldn't get 10 people on the field or 11 people on the field. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, no, you, there's no asterisk. Uh, there's no guarantee an 11th person would have stopped that play. Ohio State um, gets it's a full credit win. It's a tough place to play against a pretty good team, or at least we expect to be a pretty good team. Um, so you know that could end up being you know one of Ohio State's best wins of the season if they have the kind of season we expect them to have. Uh, that could be one of their best wins of the season. The Pac-12 is probably the best conference in college football right now, and you do not have a Pac-12 team in the college football playoff. So what do you think ends up happening within that conference? They just beat each other up because I think you've got, oh, six, I would say, rankable teams by the end of the year. The two Oregons, the two Washingtons, USC and Utah. And then you've got Colorado and UCLA are still pretty good teams as well. So I just think it's, that's con there's not one team that really stands out. If I were going to pick one at the moment, it's Washington. But um, – it's going to be really difficult to get unscathed through the Pac-12 this year, and 12 and one might even be a challenge. 12 and one, though, might be good enough to get into the college football playoff if somebody could pull it off. What do you believe in in Texas that has them go into the football playoff? 
to win at Alabama. Um, I don't, although Alabama may not be what we have once seen, that was an impressive performance out of Texas. And, and that, that league hasn't got a ton to challenge them. Oklahoma, maybe. Kansas State, maybe. Um, but Texas looks like the best team in that day. I think they get Oklahoma this week, don't they? Um, so, you know, obviously a huge game. Uh, the Texas-Oklahoma game will have a lot to say with what goes on in that conference. But Texas looks like uh, about a step ahead of the rest of the teams in that conference. And 12-1 um, and one, Texas uh, champion of the Big 12 would, would have a chance at the college football playoffs as well. But um, right now they look like a team that's going to be favored every time they take the field from here on out. Jerry Palm joins us from CBS Sports. He projects the bowl season, the college football playoff, the New Year's Six, and he's got Dion's Colorado Buffaloes against BYU in the Independence Bowl. So what do you think after what we just saw them do against Oregon, which was not much, how do you think the rest of the season goes for the Buffs? Well, assuming they can stay healthy, and you know, missing Travis Hunter obviously is huge for them because – he play, he's not just their best player, but he plays 100 snaps on both sides of the ball, so you need two guys to replace him. Um, you know, I think Colorado's a good team, a bowl-quality team. Um, I think, you know, Oregon showed that they've, they're they not quite at the level that they need to be to compete for a conference championship in this league and compete with the, you know, the top of what is a very good league. But this is, should still be a good enough team to, to post, you know, seven wins, get to a bowl game, you know, and, and have a have a very good first season uh, for Deion Sanders and something to build on going forward. Uh, but th- there was really no realistic expectation for Colorado to be ready to compete at the top of this league this year. Um, it's just it would be too much to ask. But still, they they should have a good season. Okay, you Notre Dame haters out there, I want you to listen in real closely because on Saturday afternoon, college game day, what have you, we're talking about if Notre Dame wins this game. They might go to the college football playoff. If Notre Dame wins this game, maybe they could win a national championship for the first time in forever. They lose that game, and Jerry Palm has him in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. The Pop-Tarts Bowl against Kansas State. I didn't even know there was a Pop-Tarts Bowl. Where is this? It's in Orlando. It used to be the Cheez-It Bowl. I see. And it's actually the number two bowl in the ACC pecking order after the Orange. So, um, yeah, Notre Dame... By the way, in my defense, I have had them in that bowl all along uh, because I did not expect them to beat Ohio State. Um, but you know, the, but the problem for Notre Dame is they're not playing in a conference, so the best that they can do right now is eleven and one. Their best win would be USC, which we think is a pretty good team, so that would put them in the college football playoff discussion. Uh, but you know, one more step up, one more loss, and they're definitely out of the college football playoff discussion. It's going to be an uphill climb for them anyway, even at 11-1. and one. So uh, that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, Ohio State, if Ohio State loses that game, they can still go 12-1 and one and be the Big Ten champion, and they're in the playoff. Notre Dame doesn't have that, that conference that they can win, that conference championship that gives them a little bit of juice with the college football playoff committee. So their margin for error is smaller in terms of making the, the uh, college football playoff. Finally, Alabama losing to Texas, LSU losing to Florida State. You've got both of them in the New Year Six. Who's the best challenger, though, in the SEC to Georgia's supremacy? Um, probably still Alabama. But I don't think there's a good challenger to Georgia. I mean, I, Alabama's not what, we, not what we're used to. They're still an excellent team. They're just not what we're used to seeing. Um, they're probably going to get the LSU-Alabama winner 
in the SEC championship game. Um, in their own division, maybe Tennessee, but they're not as good as last year either. They're just, you know, th- that whole league has just taken a kind of a step back this year. And you and you can tell by how they played outside the league. They haven't really performed well outside the league. But Georgia is still the exception. I don't even think Georgia has played to the level we expect to see them yet. Uh, but they're winning still pretty comfortably. They still look like the best team. And, uh, you know, we'll have, we'll have to see what happens when they get into these conference games and start to beat each other up a little bit. But I don't know that there is a great challenger to Georgia in this league this year. But the best is probably still Alabama. Jerry Palm joining us this morning here on the show. He does bold projections every single week for CBSSports.com. Go there to check them out right now, including his final four in the college football playoff and the new year six. Jerry, great stuff this morning, man. Thank you so much. All right, thanks for having me on. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports college football analyst, joining us this morning on the show. Could you imagine Notre Dame going from playing in a national championship to the Pop-Tarts Bowl? Do they at least get Pop-Tarts? Yes, I'm sure that there's plenty of Pop-Tarts in that swag bag. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I can accept that. Marie in Denver trashed Sean Payton, and just on a note, he was very prickly with the media after the game, and look, they gave up 700 yards of offense, 70 points, totally humiliated, most points given up in modern-day football since 1966, so I understand he's not going to be happy, but the fact that he can be defiant, sniveling, short, he's trying to bully local media And that just doesn't fly with me. It does not fly. Because he chums up on Radio Row, all the national media. He got that desk job on Fox last year, national media. When he wants to send out his messaging to his reporters, he does so. But then when he allows the most points in the modern era, he doesn't have any answers and he's going to fight and act like, how dare you ask me? No. Mm-mm. Bad with the good, my friend. Bad with the good. Andrew tweets, I'm trashing Minnesota sports. 31 years since the Twins won the World Series and nothing since. I've been emotionally scarred since my parents moved me here in 1993. And those are. Those are maggots. As I like to say, those poor people, the Twin Cities. Poor people. Me and Merez went to a Minnesota Wild game. I looked around. I said, this is the state of hockey. They love hockey. This is where hockey is king. And I'm looking up at the banners going, they got one Central Division banner 20 years ago? The Timberwolves stink. The Twins are fine, but never that great. And the Vikings always choke. These poor people. And they're so nice. Jeremy tweets, I'm trashing the two workers at a gas station this morning. I went in to prepay for gas and grab an energy drink. The next thing I know, both of them are venting to me about a coworker who won't take extra shifts. Hello, I'm in a rush. I'm a customer. Get them out. Mariana's trashing the old man who rolled down his window to tell me I have my hands full and my son waved at him because he liked his pickup truck. He then asked if his father was in the picture. Because a woman can't raise a boy, quote, no offense, kindly get you all the way out. Oh, wow. (laughs) Mariana, well, I mean, number one, I'm going to give you some 
some credit here. Clearly, you're attractive enough to where this guy's trying to hit on you in the street. But number two, that is a bold move. Is his father in the picture? That's a, that's a wild boy right there, whoever asked that question. That's a wild boy. Not okay. Steven Saverna Park trashing Kelsey. I've grown tired of his act over the last year. Now it's 100 times worse with the Taylor Swift thing. Trash him and get that jabroni out. Shut up and play. Moist pork. Last week I bought some outdoor lighting. It was packed up in the box nice and neat. When I tried to take it out, complete utter disaster. All 96 feet of it. Now I know how all of you feel about Christmas lights. They're the absolute worst. Trash string lights. Dixieland Dan is trashing Walmart. They're putting up Christmas decorations. It's not even October, DA. The amount of disrespect to Halloween and Thanksgiving is ungodly. That's why the Broncos got their ass whooped on Sunday. Miami was upset over it, too. Hashtag trash him. And he sends a picture of artificial Christmas trees up in Walmart. That's scary. I, I heard an ad for, um, like, last week for Thanksgiving. And I lost my mind because... We just got into September. We're in the middle of September. Yep. And we're talking about Thanksgiving. We're not even past Halloween. And we're talking about Thanksgiving. It's spooky season. Can we just let Thanksgiving happen when it happens? <laughs> spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> the Hidden Pickle says, I had about 100 trashes for today, but then I heard Pete the Body's voice and all my troubles drifted away. Welcome back, legend. Hashtag Pete for president. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. John and PA is trash of the Kelsey Swift haters. One of the best centered running back duos in the league. Oh, wait. You heard me wrong? Hashtag Madden curse. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I heard when I was away. Yeah, that there's some hijinks uh, going on with Madden. Well, we had a caller call up and teach us that there is something called a Madden curse. Really? You yeah. think a guy who won a Super Bowl, who is very was very friendly with everybody in, in football, that there would be nothing associated with a curse with anything he's on? Yeah, apparently he has a video game that's a video game about football, and he, his name is on it, even though he's not alive. And this video game apparently is very popular. And whoever appears on the cover of the video game apparently doesn't do well the next season. They call it a, a Madden jinx. We're calling it the Madden curse over here. We yeah. coined that. Okay. Uh, well, w w why isn't he on the cover of this game if it's his game? John Madden? Yes. I'm not sure, but I don't know too much about him anyway. Yeah. I I just don't know he's a good guy. He drives around a bus. Used to. Yeah. From what I Did. hear. From what I hear. Drive I checked his Wikipedia page. Yeah. Brett tweets, I'm trashing Chicago sports. Imagine if the White Sox were our only baseball team. Trash them. That's a joke. That's for another day, but that's a joke over there in Chicago. Everything. Swamp Butter Bobcat tweets, I'm trash of the contractor who built a house up on the roof a couple of weeks ago to install leaf guards. I found this gym. Apparently, he ran out of black shingles, decided to do the ridge cap with leftover brown ones he had. <laughs> This guy's a total asshat. He thought we'd never see. Trash him. You got to yeah. watch those contractors. Sure enough. Yeah, he oh. had somebody do his roof, and then he took a picture of it, and his roof is all black shingles, 
but the roof cap where the the edge is is all brown ones. Huh. So this guy had leftover brown shingles, used them up there clearly to save a buck, and thought, well, nobody's going to check the top of the roof. You can't see it unless you're on top of the roof. And then by the time you get to seeing this, you, the contractor's long gone. Right. You can't do anything about it. And this is from Swamp Butter Bobcat. Swamp Butter Honey Hot Sauce. Swamp Butter Honey Hot Sauce. Citrus Thorn tweets, perhaps you guys can just teach Gelb to imagine he's going to say Titan like his belt. Then maybe he could say Tennessee Titans. Not bad. That's a that's a good thing. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll talk to him about it on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> let's train let's train Gelb how to speak. Mm-hmm. And Pat Boyle's dad weighs in. <laughs> good morning. I'm trashing my son for not pulling a Taylor Swift level girlfriend. Looks like another Thanksgiving of him bringing in an exotic dancer. <laughs> She's a bad girl, baby. Get on top of the guy and they'll do a lap dance. Now, now, now I think that that's really Pat Boyle's dad. <laughs> I definitely think that. When we come back, we'll talk about the Eagles win last night and get to more trashes. DA, CBS Sports Radio. More laughs per capita than any other sports radio show. It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. 26 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us. More trashes as Fatty Cracker is trashing the NFL targeting of players, of penalties to one player, like Chiefs right tackle Jawan Taylor. Evidence over the first couple of weeks of the season has shown that every game, other players are doing the same thing without a flag. What is their specific axe to grind here? Hashtag Trash Tuesday. Hold your nose. That's some smelly rubbish. Carla with a K is trashing the drivers at the stoplight who leave one, two, three car length between the car in front. That's excessive. Pull forward. Quit making the line so long. Hashtag that stinks. Illegal dumping. And Alex tweets, you might not read this, but I'm trashing whoever is putting Vegas odds on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship. Who cares? It's super weird. Get that guy a napkin. It'll be betonline.com. Did that. Betonline.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody. The engineers have told Cap that the stream is now fixed, and so tomorrow will be up and will be up and fully operational on the YouTube, the Twitch, and the Watch DA. So Sorry for the difficulties today, but apparently the engineers have fixed it, and tomorrow we'll be back better than ever. We appreciate that you guys are are into the simulcast. Rob of the three, two, one, trashing people who don't know how to use a damn soda machine and use the ice machine associated with it. This picture is from SeaWorld in Orlando, and I watched it happen again. I got so peed because people don't understand how it works. Hashtag trash them. That's just offensive. And it's a, a soda machine, fountain soda machine. And under it is all of the cubes of ice or the little chunks of ice that I don't know why people are missing their cups, but the ice is all over the whole thing. So looks like a, a wreck. Last night, the Philadelphia Eagles... Proved a couple of things. Number one, the Buccaneers aren't very good, and it's kind of silly that anybody... I think that the hype that ever 
comes around Baker Mayfield always tends to be silly because it's always so redundant and predictable that he walks into a new locker room and people laud his energy, his enthusiasm, his natural leadership. And then they say, this is what we need in this locker room. And then he comes out on Sundays and he's not very good. I mean, last night, it was not a fair fight. Baker Mayfield against the Eagles defense looked like a pretty middle-of-the-road, below-average QB against a good team. And so there inevitably will be some team next year that says the same thing about Baker, where he's exactly what we need, leadership, enthusiasm, he commands a huddle, and then they're going to look like that. Like that game was not good to watch. Thankfully, we had the other game, but that wasn't all the, that great to watch either. But Bucks eagles specifically was a bore fest. And the second thing you take away from this is that at least the Eagles are not trying to go square peg round hole. Last night, again, they struggled with explosive plays. Maybe they'll get there, maybe they won't. But at least when they didn't get there, they didn't keep slamming their head against a wall. Sirianni said after the game, we had a lead, we're going to run the football. He said, so that takes away from explosive plays. He said, if you read the box score, and he's right, and just look at the passing yards, you think, ah, another clunky day for the Eagles' passing attack. He said, but we had a lead. We're on the road. We're going to run the football. And they ran the football super effectively. Now, I love DeAndre Swift's fit here in Philly. They care about running the football. They've got a good offensive line. Swift is a is just a great fit for what they want to do, and they've committed to him, and he's paid dividends in a big way in the first three games of the season. But the Eagles are so good that if one part isn't working, they can just lean to the other part and go, yeah, and we'll figure out the other part. And right now that's run of the football. So don't make it complicated. Just win every play, win every quarter, win your games, and just learn in the wins. And I think that's what the Eagles are doing. And last night, Fine. It's not pretty. It's not a Monet. You get out of Dodge with a victory. You're much better than the Buccaneers. The only problem would have been if you lost the game. Nobody got injured. You won the game. You ran the football. Don't make it harder than it has to be to try to give Jalen Hurts X number of throws. Make sure that Devontae Smith gets X number of touches. Make sure there's X number of yards in the passing game or explosive plays. No need. Run the football. Hold on to a lead. Get out of there against an inferior team. On a Trash Tuesday, Alan tweets, I'm trashing the corner of the studio that's keeping us from watching you guys. Hashtag fix it. Oh, break out the hazmat suit. That would be interesting if the reason the, the stream isn't working is because of the fact that it smells like urine in that corner. I think you should go check it right now. Just go over there, take a sniff, see what happens. Because hmm. I can still smell it. I'm broken. From over there? Yeah, I smell it the second I come through the door now. Right. Never smelt it. They mentioned it. It's all I can smell now. Bubba Beard goes by the beard of odds. I'm trashing <laughs> all those people who have lost faith in the wizard. You want juice? You got it with the wizard. Maybe it's bad juice, but you got juice. Hashtag Trash Tuesday. Let's face it. That's straight trash. An outlaw swagger is trashing Pete the body for not saying anything about Triple H and Stephanie McMahon getting a divorce. 
Hashtag trash him. Are those maggots? Is this, well, that's is this the first a, I'm hearing of it. Is this a story, guys? I saw something on Twitter where it looks like one of those things where it's like, who are your sources? Is like, I just know, dude. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen anything that looks credible that this is a thing. But yes, Triple H was trending. And apparently it's because a lot of young men are very excited about Stephanie McMahon potentially being on the market. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that she was somebody that that young guys love to I guess fantasize about. I feel like I feel like she'd be a type for Pat Boyle. I feel like Boyle would be into Ooh, be into not bad looking. Has three think? kids though. Pete would do you think that Boyle has a chance? Well, I she has three kids for Pat. I don't I don't know if Pat would be into that. Probably not. So uh, that's a big uh, red flag for Pat, I would think. I mean, imagine you date her after she divorces Triple H, and you've got to deal with him <laughs> as, like, you know, co-parenting decisions and whatnot or giving you the evil eye. No thanks. And she's no longer in WWE at all. What's she doing these days? Well, she stepped away from WWE before they got sold. Now they're that TKO brand with UFC. Uh, so uh, she's not around. None of the family's around except for Vince as kind of like a uh, figurehead. Look, dealing with Triple H as the ex in the relationship can't do it. Is a scary proposition. Yeah, would not want to. I don't think Usher is going to be singing to Stephanie McMahon anytime soon <laughs> right. either. Because either way, it's a problem. If she's dumping him, he's heartbroken, wants to get back, or he's the reason. And he's going to be angry and an issue and mad at you for I, no. There's no chance. There's no chance. She really maxed out her potential in life too, right? I mean, she really took advantage of being a McMahon and rose to stardom through in that little silo. Yeah, and and people miss her running that company. That from what I've heard. So when she stepped away, I don't know what it was for, but people miss her running that company. She they said she was a great boss. Yeah, could Boyle deal with a boss lady, too? Who now has plenty of time on her hands if she's not working with WWE. She right. seems more alpha than Boyle. I that's don't know. A good point. Could, can Boyle handle that? Yeah, that's a good He definitely point. doesn't want to be a beta, you know. <laughs> I'd be a beta for you, babe. That's a good Valentine, <laughs> right? His face on it. I'll be your beta. B-E-T-A mine. <laughs> <laughs> Focus just headlines. Uh, they both showed up at 2-0, but the Eagles and Bucks are on different levels of the NFC, and it was obvious last night in Tampa Bay. Bayfield under center. Bayfield turns, gives it inside, and there's going to be a safety. Rashad White was stuck for, for a safety. It happened. Davison you know, Carter. Merrill Reese, Merrill Reese sounds like the oldest grandpa any of us know. It's going to be a safety. Did you hear me? It's a safety. I'm a little bit softer now. <laughs> Mike, it's the safety. <laughs> the blessing. Well, the game's over. <laughs> and he's great. He's a legend. But it's funny. Great pipes. The best. The Philly D held the Bucks under 200 yards of production, forced their first two turnovers of the season, and got that safety. The offense got two touchdowns from Jalen Hurts, one throwing, one running, while playing through flu-like symptoms. 
The unit ran off the final nine-plus minutes for a 25-11 final. It was 19-16 in Cincinnati. The Bengals avoiding 0-3 by holding off the Rams with Joe Burrow playing on that bad right calf. Zach Taylor says his other players responded to that QB toughness. There's no doubt, you know, and that's what this team has always been about. And, uh, you know, Joe's toughness, we're just used to it. The game plan was clearly designed to protect Burrow. He threw it 49 times, though, 259 yards, no touchdowns. The first time as a pro that he won without throwing one. The Rams could only run for 71 yards. Matthew Stafford picked off twice sacked six times as you have already heard this morning north attleboro massachusetts police have issued an arrest warrant for chargers corner jc jackson they're very busy because he didn't pay a 600 dollars fine and or attend a four-hour driving course his punishment for getting caught doing 100 back in 2021 meanwhile chargers wideout mike williams did suffer a torn ACL in Sunday's win in Minnesota. Raiders QB Jimmy Garoppolo is in concussion protocols, and the Saints are calling Derek Carr week-to-week with Sunday's shoulder injury, but they are not yet ruling him out for their upcoming game with those Buccaneers. Mel Tucker has officially responded to Michigan State's notice that he'll be fired for cause, a 25-page document from his lawyers. Again, says that Tucker and Brenda Tracy were in a private adult relationship. Nothing Tucker did violated the moral turpitude clause of his contract. Oh! The Raptors are apparently the current frontrunners to get Damian Lillard out of Portland. Best bet, rappers, raptors. Raptors, raptors. Either one is unforeseen. Uh, It's unclear how Dame (laughs) feels about that. Toronto could deal Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, and or Grady Dick to get him. Some around the league expect Little to be moved by next week when media days begin ahead of the new season. That'd be great if he went to the (laughs) Raptors after all this. Demanding (laughs) Miami. How about Canada? (laughs) I want out. I can't win here. You got to get me out. All right. You're going to the Raptors. Wait a second. (laughs) I don't want out. I want to be a blazer for life. Please. Please do it. You're going to Canada, and we're taking two-thirds of their best players (laughs) from them to get you. And two-thirds of your paycheck, too. Uh, Astros and Mariners in Seattle. Huge AL wildcard implications. Houston got a 5-1 win with Justin Verlander tossing eight shutout innings. Mariners skipper Scott Service. He was outstanding. He really was uh, going into the game, and we've seen him so much here in the past. Um, we talked, you know, you need to get on him early, and once he gets in a groove, you know, you saw it tonight. He uh, he pitched extremely well. Verlander gave up a double to start the ninth, was pulled. That double became Seattle's lone run. The win moves the Astros a game and a half clear of the M's for the last wild card spot. Houston stays two and a half games behind Texas in the West. The Rangers winning in Anaheim 5-1. And from college poops, K-State announcing a new seven-year agreement with men's coach Jerome Tang. He'll start out making $3 million with a hundred grand increase each year, all after taking the Wildcats to the Elite Eight in his first season on the job. DA, back to you. Mm, Tang. Thank you, Bogues. You ever have Tang? I'm sure I did, yeah. but I don't remember. It's like it. the orange drink. Yeah. Purple stuff. I was tempted because uh, of Al Bundy to have Tang sandwiches. Tang sandwiches. <laughs> Very tempted. I've definitely had Sunny D. I yeah. can't c- confirm Tang. Sunny D's overrated. Sunny D is known as an orange flavored drink. 
It's not really juice. Not really orange no. juice. No, it's not. Definitely not orange juice. Nuh-uh. <laughs> it has no juice in it. No, whatsoever. no nope. nutritional value. Nothing. <laughs> it's too. It's too viscous. It's too thick. There's a weird. It's like syrup almost. Yeah, like it's not a smoothie, but it's not a juice. It's not. Yeah. It's off-putting. It's mm. very funny because it's kind of like a factory created pulpy OJ. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> it's like made in a lab. You see, if you want something created like that, that's orange. You get an orange Julius. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> D- Dylan is trashing Boyle, who continues to proudly refer to himself as an alpha, which by definition would make him a broken, bug-filled version of something. <laughs> beep, beep. Sanitation just arrived. <laughs> the first version of an app or something. <laughs> <laughs> Storm and Norman's trashing the Bears and Fox for making me watch that disaster on Sunday when they could have made me watch the Lions game with a 4.30 start. Get it off the air, please. I smell rotten eggs. Bouncing Baby Boy is trashing people who use a microwave and leave time left on the timer. Also oh. trashing my OCD for letting it get to me. If you use the microwave, clear the leftover time for the next person and stop messing with my mind. I'm getting queasy. That's actually a pretty good one. It is. You walk into the break room and there's... 12 seconds left on the, the microwave. Not allowed. He definitely hated videos that were half reround when they were still out. As he should. As he should. We're, yep. all, we're all in this together. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> Kyle is trashing Taylor Swift and stupid Travis Kelsey. She's way too good for that bum. Get him out. Get her out. Totally gross, dude. You know, I... Kyle says Travis Kelsey is stupid, but then also spelled Kelsey with an S. Maybe he was trying to find a uh, a new name for the Swift Kelsey meetup. Maybe he said just put put an S in there to represent Swift. I don't know. <laughs> His point remains: she could do better than Travis Kelsey. She has done better than Travis Kelsey. Exactly. So it's interesting. My girlfriend loves Taylor Swift, and she's very excited about this really? Travis Kelsey thing. She's like, yeah, I mean, she's done all of the singer, actor types. Like, get yourself a 6'4", 250-pound football player. Yeah. Like, that's a the big one. athlete. That's, like, that's not on the checkbox for Taylor Swift ex-boyfriends. Well, that is true. Like, she's done a lot of, like, Euro musicians. Like, nerdy, skinny. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal. actors. So now she just wants like a big, burly athlete. And comes from a good home, you could tell. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, 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 discipline. You know, in football, you have to be have some sort of discipline. Um, I I don't know what why people are trashing this. I, I think I would trash the over-examination of it, but it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know what you trash about it? You trash that, it opens up the door for a lot of lamos in this industry to make bad jokes, bad puns, and overanalyze it without it being humorous. Right, you trash the losers. And that part of it makes it exhausting and annoying because you're like, oh, God, this is such bad content to listen to. Mm-hmm. But in and of itself, I agree. I've got no problem with Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey being together. It seems fine. But trash the losers. Totally gross, dude. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to need... Uh, That's Tom Petty's yeah. follow-up to <laughs> even the losers. Trash the losers. On Trash second thought. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to need a definitive answer sometime soon. And I get it, it's their privacy, their life, but they just... Like, give Not me a very joint. private if she's 
at the game with his mom. Exactly. Just give me a give me a label. Say we're together. We're not together. Just give, give us that so we can move on. Here's what uh, I call a hot take. Uh, I believe that they're playing the audience. Well, is that the first time she met his mom? It's got to be right. And she met him while sitting next to his mom in a luxury suite for three and a half hours. That's like an intense way to meet the mom. And they've only been dating for two weeks. When did you meet any of your wives' moms? Like, it must have been three months for me. I mean, girlfriend, it was months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't forget, I knew Katie for years before she decided to like me, so I knew her mom for, before that. It was okay. a couple days on accident. You ran into her? No. Leaving at 2 in the morning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, it was, I was bringing something to the house, and they said, well, why don't you invite him in? So yeah. I met her mom. I mean, imagine the first time you meet your girlfriend's mom. You have to sit next to her without your girlfriend for three and a half hours. Yeah. The first time. Luckily, there's alcohol in that, that box. True. And other people there, so it's social. But right. that's that would be tough. Mrs. Kelsey seems like a very pleasant woman. Though. Yeah, she does. From every, every time she talks, like, if, if there was any mom I had to try to survive that with, I feel like I'd do okay. Yeah, that is true. When we come back on the show, we've got Advanced Analytics and your epic fail, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. The Wizard of Odds is 1-11. and 11. By the way, the, the what is the Wizards record? <laughs> One and eleven. I right, just make it sure. In my opinion, that sucked. Out of three weeks, he has two zero and fours, which <laughs> is really hard. God, how old are you again? What is going on? 
on here? If we would just fade the wizard every single week, but now I'm in my head, or the wizard's in his head. I call you Damon. Most people call you DA. Get your act together! And he doesn't know whether he should be picking games to purposefully lose because then maybe he would pick winners or really go with what he thinks is a winner. No one's actually tuning in to hear any of his sports opinions. Did he, tell you, the Did he do picks? The person that shaded you for three weeks is probably living in a mansion right now. <laughs> tell him to bring me my money. Yeah! And not only was he 0-4 this week, it wasn't even close. <laughs> I mean, how do you watch the... I mean, yeah... Mistake! Colorado plus 21. That bet was over in the second quarter. The Cowboys plus 12 and a half, or minus 12 and a half, lost outright. Minus 12 and a half, they lost outright. Holy smokes. The Commanders plus six, they lost by 30. Ew. Ole Miss and Alabama, first half total over 27 and a half. First half total was 13. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Get him out. What are you, the trash police? <laughs> Every bet was the worst bet of the weekend. It only kept getting worse. By the time Dallas and Arizona kicked off, I'm like, well, how much worse could it get? The Cowboys have to win by two touchdowns. That shouldn't be so hard. Even 13. They lost. They lost the game. Got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Hey, you didn't go down well, like that, huh? He got cooked. It's the biggest upset of the NFL season I picked wrong. It's impossible. Jack knows less sports than the Wizard. Oh, my goodness. It's just beautiful. I'm the doofus of Oz. <laughs> I'm the Wizard of Not. Really? It's unbelievable. It's impossible. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. It was a soul-crushing weekend. I had the over on Ole Miss, Alabama, 27 and a half of the first half. It was seven to six at halftime. I had Colorado plus 21. It was 35 nothing after like 10 minutes. I'm like, wow. Are you upset, just like Pete the Body, that Joey Votto is in Hall of Fame discussion? 70% of you say, no, oh, it's fine it by me. <laughs> If Votto was voted into Cooperstown, he'd be only the third Canadian to be inducted behind Larry Walker and Ferguson Jenkins. Votto's career began in 07. Since then, only Mike Trout is a higher war among position players. How about that? And if Votto does not make Cooperstown, he's a virtual lock for the Reds Hall of Fame. This year's Reds Hall of Fame class, Bronson Arroyo, Danny Graves, and Gabe Paul. So I that's their Hall of Fame class? That's what analytics tells me. I don't know. Do I believe that? That Danny Graves got in? Maybe. What? Bronson Arroyo got into the Red Soul. Come on. All right. That'll do it for us this morning here on the show. Stream is back tomorrow. Simon Kess is back. So thanks for being patient with us. Thanks to EJ Stewart, executive producer. Thanks to Pete the Body Bellotti, who's back on the wheels of Steel and Audio Director. Thanks to Andrew Catlin, the Wizard of Watch DA, and Andrew Bogish on your headlines. Be good. Be good to one another. We will see you tomorrow. I'm DA and the Mothership Disconnects. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.